0: Hey, welcome to another episode of We Live on a Planet. I have a really interesting guest today that I'm looking forward to. It's Kurt from Inspirado Projecto, and I'm interested in that name for one, Kurt. We'll have to find out about that. Um, Yeah, yeah, so I have all kinds of questions. If you'd like to introduce yourself just a little bit to my guest and kind of tell us how you got that name, Inspirado, Inspirado Projecto. And then also I see there's something... You got to tell me about Kay Chung Radio too, because you're a radio guy, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. So, um, so I'm I'm Kurt Clendenen, and uh, I just, I guess one would, I guess the term would be a Renaissance man in terms of, uh, uh, like, I I just I'm I'm inspired by all kinds of different creativity, and uh, I kind of I like to famously say, <laughs> I say that basically like I. I go in the direction of where the, the the bleeps and bloops are telling my antenna. You know, okay, go over this way, go over that way, and I just kind of move in those directions, and um, and kind of surrender myself to kind of whatever whatever that wants to be. And it's interesting, like when you can look back on the domino effect of where a certain idea started, and just the fact that we gave something like that an uh, a chance, and then and then when you chart the progress between then. And now and seeing how it's morphed through the years and how that um, that piece of inspiration has continued to grow and get momentum. Uh, like for instance with Inspirado Projecto, it was back in I think it was maybe two thousand one or something. I had I had no money and uh, for Christmas. And so I decided to make Christmas presents for my friends and family. And it basically it was a series of haikus and short stories and um i kind of made it into an activity book um and i i put it into probably probably there are about 13 of these things um i i put it into i punched holes in it three 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 holes in each one and they fit in between like these folders i found these folders that that had um like a three ring binder thing. So you could put, you could put papers in the middle and then it had pockets in, on either side. So right. what I did was I got Velcro and I, and I, 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 Velcroed those little pockets shut. Um, but before I did that, I put in there a bunch of different kind of like party favors. Um, uh, there was a, a little harmonica. There was a, uh, um, a pirate's eye patch. There was magnifying glass, uh, a little tiny piece a pad of paper. Um, um, primary colored crayons, just, just a bunch of different little things, a pen, a bunch of different little things. And so within that thing, and I called it Inspirato Projecto, and I wanted to make it as interactive as possible. And I wanted to inspire my friends and family to go outside of their, their comfort zones in terms of creativity and and use my book as an excuse to get in touch with their own creativity. So for instance, Within the book, um, I would draw like the body of a robot, and then next to it, I'd say, "Please help this robot find out where he's, you know, see where he's going." Draw, take out a pen from the um, from the from the pocket, and draw in a face on this robot, or draw in an arm on this person. I love and it. So it was a very interactive thing, and then I'd say, "Here's how to do it. Here's how to do a haiku. It's five syllables, seven syllables, five syllables. Make this haiku about um, um, walking barefoot." in the grass, you know, and, and so I'd give them a little subject. And so, and then teach them how to make the haiku. And then I just, I just want to make it as, as much of an experience where people were, Oh, so for instance, one of the things was one of the assignments was, uh, take the eye patch out of the, uh, out of the pocket, go to the mirror and talk like a pirate for three minutes, you know, talk like a pirate, improvise dialogue, and then put the, Eye patch back into the pocket and never talk about this to anybody. So, I wanted people to get into the habit of wanting to create things without having to let anybody know about it. That it's completely fine to make crazy faces at yourself in the mirror. A lot of times, people will use those, will, will, will either uh, apologize about it. Or you know, a lot of times they're like, "Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just weird. I'm sorry. I'm sorry." And a lot of times they're they're apologizing for doing something that we are just brought up as children automatically already doing. We are automatically doing uh, crazy different voices, different accents, different dialects. Um, um, We are already having fun with puns or wordplay, and there's this sort of like just weird, weird thing that 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 this weird like disclaimer for some reason that people will come up with. Oh, sorry. I'm letting my geek show that I'm just, a, I'm just a big geek. Oh, oh, oh sorry, don't worry about me. So sorry. I'm just weird. You know, there's usually that kind of thing, like where they, they will proceed with that idea before they do this thing. And in a sense, letting you know that they co-sign on what they're about to do, it also slightly apologetic at the same time. So they're letting you know, Oh, I'm so sorry. I don't want to step on your toes. I don't want to offend you with my own weirdness. You know, it looks like they're, And it's like, that doesn't have to happen. Like, that does not have to happen, you know? Yeah, I agree. So I wanted to create something that would give people an opportunity and an excuse to go, okay, hey, everybody, guess what? This is a dance floor, and it's open for you to dance however you want. And it's it's almost like, I don't know if you've ever been to a, a, um, what's it called, silent disco. There are these things called silent discos where it kind of gives people a permission to dance crazier To sing as loud as they want, because they know that everyone is in it together. They're all they all put these headphones on, and when I was at a silent disco, there are three different DJs, and there's a a blue one, a green one, and a red one. Now your headphone had different colors, so if you if you clicked it, your headphone would turn green. It turned blue if you if if you moved it again. So each DJ was different colors, so you could tell oh, okay, all these people over here are listening to Blue. What What are they jamming to? I think, oh, oh all right. There's a good come on. there it is, that's the song. And then all those people over there, what's going on with the, with the, uh, with the you know, what are these people doing now? Oh, oh, all right, cool, now they're doing this song. So it's interesting having something like that where it gives people this permission. So – to make a long story longer uh to answer your question what's inspirato projecto so i i've always been a big fan of wordplay and uh puns and so inspirato projectile is just fun to say but you, you it does. It's, it's also a combination of inspire mm-hmm. inspiration and projecting it out there so it's taking an inspiration that's, that's that's inspirational to me and then projecting it out there like a slingshot. Like, Bam, and shoot it out there. Now, ideally, then that will inspire someone else to then project back out there in the world. So, maybe I'm, um, uh, maybe I'm showing, like for instance, okay. So it started as it started as this project that I was that I was handing out to my friends and family. Ideally, the inspiration I was putting in there was then projecting forward out there to them, and then maybe by them doing this crazy, you know, pirate face in the mirror, all of a sudden. Now it r- reminds them, oh, this is something, okay, I've given myself permission, now maybe I'll do more of this in the future. So then, as time evolved, what happened was, as I ended up moving out here to, to, to California, I ended up coming across, a friend of mine ended up coming across K-Chung in uh, Chi- Chinatown, Los Angeles. And it said, we're looking for volunteers. Do, do you have an idea for a show? And I thought, ooh, I'll call this show Inspirato Projecto. It's just a different face. But it's the same type of idea. It's the same spirit, same same zeitgeist. But just you know, uh, uh, plugged in like a little Lego piece. And it's something that is now an auditory uh, um, uh, carnival, so to speak. So when I saw that K Chong was looking for 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 volunteers, I said, Oh my God, I would love to do an hour long show or two hour long show, and I just interview people who are uh, um, uh, either maybe they're Canadians, maybe they are artists. Maybe they are actors, maybe they are writers, Uh, maybe they are sculptors of sand, you know, those people who make really uh, kick-ass sandcastles. I like that, yeah. So talking to these people and getting them to then talk to the world about what their passions are. Because then, once again, I'm inspired about what this person is talking about. I can project it out there, ideally someone who's listening to it, will then get inspired then and they go, oh, you know what, I've never looked at sandcastles quite this way before, so now maybe that inspires them to go out and, and build St. Castle. So they hear this person who plays ukulele, and they go, oh, "I've had this ukulele in my house forever. It was my grandpa's and he, he gave it to me, and I've had this ukulele. You know what? I'm going to make a ukulele song." So then, and then they they decide to make something. So that's kind of what happened with the radio show. So then I started having it uh the first and third Monday of every yeah of every month. Now I haven't been doing this ever since the, the whole COVID shenanigans, but the first and third Monday, I'd have an hour. I was able to put. You know, get these people, people I was meeting on the subway, people I was meeting on the street corners, people I was meeting on Twitter, or on um, uh, uh, other podcasts, or on Instagram, and then bringing them on the show, and it was just such a blast, and then, what, what didn't you know, along comes Anchor, and then I'm able to make a podcast, and I thought, holy cow, I could just record this into my phone, okay, mm-hmm. Inspirato Projecto, same thing, it'll keep going. Little did I realize that through Anchor, I meet find people like yourself. I meet uh, Maria Humphreys from Strong Body, Strong Soul. I meet these various folks who then could could leave messages for each other on each other pod on each other's podcasts, and then you could actually include that message in your podcast, which was then an extension of the, of the whole Inspirato Projecto thing. So, man, it just kept growing and growing and growing, and so. Now I just view Inspirado Projecto as this thing that is just a a conglomerate of all kinds of different things, whether it's going to be a uh, a radio network, whether it's going to be a TV network, whether it's going to be – I mean any and all directions. I realized that where the power laid was – becoming the media becoming making the art that you wanted to see becoming the media that you wanted to see and so rather than going oh please paramount pictures please hire me for this thing or oh please warner brothers please hire me no you know what i'm cutting out the middleman uh i I, i'm not going to beg warner brothers because i have inspirato projecto i have my own i got my i put my stamp of approval on this thing i move forward i can then now uh um Say what's going to be on that network? What's going to be going to those channels? Well, okay. Now I, I, I um, join forces with this comedian over here or this podcaster over here or this uh, uh, um, this filmmaker over here this musician here. Plugging them in together, getting those people to get to know each other, then all of a sudden they start collaborating with each other. Oh, man, I just love collaboration. And, and offering those kinds of opportunities for people to collaborate with each other to uh, uh get get to know each other uh help uh pre- you know uh help uh promote each other and I just get a big kick out of it I get such a kick out of it and you know I feel that a, that's a very similar thing for you and your podcast you want to help yeah you know
0: and it's weird too a lot of what you're saying it sounds very similar to me I've had a lot of friends tell me you know you're you're the renaissance man Patrick and uh you know you're born in a different era or whatnot and um I recently had a giveaway um, on my website, and my whole theme was to go out and explore and enjoy the planet. And I threw in a bunch of little like toys and gifts, and then some real serious things like a a a solar powered uh, cell phone charger, emergency (laughs) sleeping bag, a folding water bottle, all this stuff, and a a, um, a folding backpack. And I said here, the little toys are to enjoy you to remind yourself to remember to play and be a child. And the other things are to remind you to go out and, and see the world and enjoy the world. So I did, as soon as you're saying what you did, it really hearkened to a lot of what I do. And, and then also I like the apology you know what you know what else we also do i think kurt is a lot of times people apologize for things they want as well they'll be like hey i'm really sorry but can i borrow your car or hey i'm really yeah. sorry can yeah. i this and that and it's like don't be sorry just ask just ask mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so if you could <laughs> this is we're gonna play some mental gymnastics we're just gonna have fun you know yeah. and, I, and and uh so, where were you living between the ages of seven and twelve, and what were the winters like, and how was your home heated at during that time?
1: I love it. You know, you you ask really good questions. These are okay. So, I would. So, I grew up in uh, Chicago, the Chicagoland area. Chicago. Let's uh, call it chi Town. chi Town, and you know, it was. It, uh, I mean, dude, it, it would get to be like negative five out there, where you 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 breathe and you can feel it feels like little icicles are yeah. forming like when you go and you just you just breathe Up in upstate new clarity. york you can feel yeah. the icicles on your nose hairs you feel them like already going, you know <laughs> and becoming little things oh my god it 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 would get really crazy and i think you know it's so interesting um when you look at environments and and how much of an effect whether it's brainwashing whether it's just you know just subconscious uh, um, the way the weather is, or whatnot, the environment has so much to do, and we've heard this all the times: um, how we're brought up, the environment, how, how we're nurtured, how we're natured, all that jazz. It has such a huge effect on on how our perspectives are going to be, uh, based on what what perspectives we find valuable or in you know, valuable to us, or not very valuable, or what have you. But even something as simple as the weather. So, I remember hearing before that. The reason why Russians talk so quick and staccato is because it, you know a lot of times it's cold there. You speak fast because you got to say what you got to say because it's cold and you got to get back inside. And I realized, one well, dude! Same thing with Chicago. To Chicago, a lot of people they talk very fast. In fact, they talk on top of each other, and because they're trying to get out as fast they can before they get back inside because it's freezing outside. And and you got to say what you got to say really fast. And it's very staccato, and um.
0: It's got to be an upstate New York. It's got to be a cold weather thing, Kurt, because I'm born and raised in upstate New York. And I live, I could throw a rock and hit Lake Ontario. And so I'm born and bred in this cold three hours, three and a half hours, and I can drive to Canada. So I think it's a thing. You know, we're the same way. We're always, we're real quick talkers where we kind of are talking with our hands. You know, you tie my hands, I'm not going to be able to talk. (laughs)
1: Dude, yes. The hands help fill in, you know, all the extra things that you're not able to say. It's a when, dance. You know, when, yeah, yeah. And you're just like, okay, there's so much value, valuable information I got to say right now because here comes that big gust of wind again, and I'm feeling, <laughs> you know, the hair on my face is standing straight up, and, and, and my lungs are starting to feel like they're, they're, you know, like the Fortress of Solitude, Superman's Fortress of Solitude, where it's just frozen and frozen. That's what it can feel like. Out yeah, and, um, yeah.
0: No doubt. It's so should I Tom? So do you remember you do you remember was it do you remember how you heated it? Are you too young to remember that? Because we were wood stove for me a long time.
1: We, oh you had a wood stove?
0: At that age. When I was seven oh, to twelve years old, seven to twelve, we had a wood stove.
1: Did you did you actually did you have a fireplace? Did you actually have a? We had a wood dugout? stove
0: down in the basement, and we'd go collect wood, cut wood, oh, collect it, oh. we would stack it, and that you know go chop it, stack it, cut chainsaw. Wow. At a young age, using chainsaws and everything, and yeah, That's
1: incredible. So you you had that wonderful campfire smell throughout your house all the time. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh man, I love that smell <laughs> and burning leaves too. The smell of burning leaves. Yeah, oh, aren't
0: those, those? I love smell. I love how things can bring you different places and transport you to different places as well. You know, thoughts and ideas and smells. And I'm always practicing my thought process. Always trying. You know,
1: smells and music are like the time travels. Like the, those are the those are the time travel machines right there. Because um, those things can really bring you back. To, to a certain time and a certain era and all of all of the things that were associated with, with that time. And um, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's like when you talk to a good old friend of yours that you haven't talked to in a long time and all of a sudden you guys are, are catching up on memories mm-hmm. that you totally would have never thought about even thinking about or talking about ever again unless that specific person was sitting there right in front of you. And all of a sudden, it's just bringing up all these memories, and you're like, holy cow. When else would you ever talk about those things, unless that that specific circumstance or that particular sound, you know, that song, it it makes its way through the window, and you're going, oh, my God, no way. It's
0: true. It's It's true. Since we're time traveling, and we're time traveling back to, like, maybe when we were kids, do you have any, what fun activity from your childhood has been completely ruined for kids today, do you think? Do you have anything?
1: Uh, uh, like something that that they would not appreciate. Yeah, maybe. Game.
0: Yeah, because I can. I have a couple that I can think of, like what jarts. Think, I dude, had jarts.
1: You know? Dude, I was gonna say jarts, and I <laughs> I just held back from it because I just. I don't know why I held back from saying it, but yeah. Because people got us.
0: hurt by them pretty bad. Oh my God. I dude. think somebody and died by one. Yeah, And it was crazy. There were
1: spears They were yeah. actually just thrown straight up into the sky. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. The other thing, Kurt, for me, I think, is riding in the back of a pickup truck. Because I grew up way out here in the country. I people here in New York and they think New York City. I've been to the city one time and it was in 1988. And so the city's farther away from Can- than Canada is for me. So I grew up way out here in the country in upstate New York. And so riding in the back of the truck, you know, and just with your buddies and your dad's driving and wow. he's, you know, it's like no big deal. Nowadays you're like, uh you can't do that stuff.
1: You can't do that It's stuff. so true. Man, and I remember long ago when I was visiting my Uncle Arnie and he, he lived out in Whitewater, Wisconsin. And so we would go out there every once in a while and hang, hang out there. And I remember one time we were driving along and there was a guy, he, he had a pickup truck. And there's a guy who just happened to be hitchhiking, and like, oh yeah, hop into the back of the truck, and just no problem, just to hop back there, and like, people are just so, they seem so trusting of each other, and just like, oh yeah, you know, I'm helping a person out because I know someone would help me out, and this guy needs help being dropped off in the town over here, and okay, see you later, Joe. Yeah, it it was just really.
0: really I used to leave. I used to leave the keys in my my first car I ever owned was an '81 Oldsmobile. Cutlass Supreme and I would leave the keys in that in my driveway at my parents' house growing up. And I remember doing that often. I was like 17 years old. And so it was just something you did. And nowadays you, you just would never do that. Okay. We're, we're We're going to jump around all over again too. So if you could pick any animal to talk, which
1: would it be? Well, I mean, I, Probably because, well, I would probably just say cat just because I got a, I, I live with a few cats and, you know, there are those times where you feel like they're just right around, you know, milliseconds away from, from speaking English. You're like, dude, it, I know. It feels I that know. way. Wait, wait, do you have animals at home? I, I had a
0: dog for 14 years, a pug that we had, we got him at six weeks or, uh, yeah, six weeks old. So we, I'm kind of young. He should have been eight weeks, but we got him six weeks and we had him for 14 years And so, yeah, I would, I would pick dog or cat or any kind of animal that's around you all the time. I would like to kind of know, but I hope it wouldn't be because they say they're almost as smart as like three-year-olds and stuff. So I'm hoping it wouldn't be all the time of like, Hey, so what are you doing next? So what are you doing? Hey, what, what, what is this? What is this? What is it? (laughs) It would be like, all right, that's enough. That's enough. It'd be like owning a really smart parrot, you know, like an African gray, you know, I think that'd be kind of neat, but after a while it might be kind of, I don't know. You know, hey. So, if you had to be now, so cat. If you had to be a cartoon character, which one would you choose?
1: Oh man, you know there was. Um, oh man, I there's there's a there's a really cool cartoon that I I grew up watching. That I really liked it. was called Advanced Dungeons and Dragons, and they go into this carnival, and they they're transformed into this world, um, where they're. You know, they're like medieval time. You know, one guy, he, um, he's he got like arrows that he shoots, these invisible arrows that are like these flaming, these like fire arrows. And then another guy, um, another guy, like, oh, there's a girl who's like ag- very acrobatic. But it's, you can tell it's sort of trying to, they're trying to be based on the idea of, of the Dungeon Dragons role playing game. Love um, that. Love that. Just, just that idea, of, like, you know, like yeah, you can transform. It. What were some what cartoon characters were you? Oh my you god, with?
0: I think I, I would cop out probably and take Superman because I'm like I'll have all of his superpowers, oh, right? Yeah. You know, now I can have super or or maybe Thunder the Barbarian because he had that really Thunder cool.
1: Yeah.
0: He had that cool light sword and he, he would just like great lords of light and all those great phrases that he would just shout out for no reason. And he had Okla and yeah. Okla or whatever his name was with him and that, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And it that had, his, yeah, and it had the, his horse, that Ukla's horse had four, uh, eight legs on it or something, because it had two legs oh, in the back yeah. and four in the back. And I remember that. Like, that just really brought back a memory to me. So. it
1: well, it's so crazy because he was like a cross between Conan, and, and yet he had this, like, what did they call it? Sun Sword?
0: Yeah, sun it was sword. a Sun Sword. And yeah. it
1: was a lightsaber. Yeah. Yeah oh my god that
0: stuff was good Hanna Barbera, i believe that's who that was and then they remember the one that was right with it was the the um the herculoids the herculoids yeah, yeah and they had oh the, the gloop and gleep or whatever they were oh the,
1: yeah oh yeah oh yeah, that's, yeah. Right. that's right oh yeah yeah
0: and they had like uh that princess thing or whatever. yeah i don't know that was that's crazy so um, I know that you are you are a musician. What is the worst song lyric you have ever heard? <laughs> um,
1: like you know, it's.
0: Or do you enjoy music so much that I think that you know that's kind of an answer that maybe you can't answer because I think that let me guess you're you're a guy that's going to appreciate music that you're going to say hey if you're going to put it out there I'm going to appreciate it in a different way and look at it a certain way I think maybe maybe I'm wrong.
1: I I mean I I appreciate I appreciate lyrics that that um, that is sort of like show without tell they, they're they're kind of metaphorical and they kind of allude to things um, you know I guess sort of poetical um, it it's it's lyrics that are like just really sort of I guess for lack of a better word lowest common denominator something that's just really just really base like. You know, like a song where it's like, oh, I'm talking to you on my cell phone. Like, if, they, if, if that's a lyric in a song, I'm just like, dude, that's. <coughs> dude, let's go to the next song. Like, right, right, right. Why are we talking about a cell phone in a song? <laughs> 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 I don't know. I don't know. Everyone, everyone's got their own taste, but um, I don't know. There's just some. I, mean, I don't know if I'm just like really pretentious when it comes to uh, certain art forms or certain things, but it's like, uh it almost it's like the idea of a cheap laugh. Yeah. Know? Yeah. It's like a, a comedian who does just a bunch of fart jokes versus a comedian who uses his words in such a way, like wordplay and puns and mm-hmm. and you gotta like decipher what they just said and you go, Oh my gosh, that is so crazy. You just wow, that's amazing. Stephen and, and Wright payoff.
0: Stephen Wright comes to mind. I loved his humor.
1: Stephen
0: Wright, totally. Oh my god! Man. Just that oh he's and god. and Rick Rick uh, or um Mitch, Mitch. Uh, Mitch Hedberg. Yeah, yeah.
1: Dude, uh, those guys. That, that would have been such a, a natural team up.
0: Oh us. man, what a billing that like, would have been! They were so
1: deadpan, weren't
0: they? Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. I like to. I we're almost wrapping it up. I have a, a guest or a question that I usually ask my guests before. I want to do like a rapid. A rapid 10 where we're going to do like either or or we'll finish off or with it either yeah we'll finish off with it either or but how would human life be different if crocodiles could fly
1: oh my god you know what that almost kind of would be like a pterodactyl could you imagine that? Yeah, like,
0: no it'd be terrifying
1: it'd be terrifying because then they could swoop down and get you anything. i mean i just i think it's terrifying that like hawks can swoop down and steal like your you know just your you cats out of your yard. I know the talons. Like, just, you know,
0: like, talons. Or like a golden eagle. Golden eagles are very powerful. They can take small oh, goats.
1: Oh jeez. Oh yeah. god. Yeah,
0: oh yeah, my yeah, god. yeah. Yeah. I love learning
1: golden eagles?
0: Yeah, golden eagles. They're really, Whoa, really man. powerful.
1: I gotta write this down. That in itself sounds like a great like either song, um, Curse of the Golden Eagle. Yeah. Like, that sound, like or like some story where like just these eagles start swooping down and just taking people off into the sky. <laughs> the golden eagles golden wow. eagles
0: man it's like like how wow. cool like a mantis shrimp how cool mantis shrimp are too right you learned about mantis, the mantis shrimp, shrimp. <laughs> it's terrifying
1: man it's terrifying they
0: they so can punch it. so hard and uh, they, the the punch is a thing called cavitation and it's a mini micro implosion underwater, and it is the power of the sun in a punch of a creature because they use their little their arms and they hinge them back, and they get hinged and then they punch. And what they do is they'll punch like crustaceans and crack the shells or clams and crack the shell, and be able to get in. And uh, yeah, they're brutal. They've known to break glass in captivity, in tanks.
1: Oh, jeez. Yeah. Man. Oh. Geez. I mean, th- those would be uh, a terrifying beast. If those things, be- like in that song that you sent me, yeah. there there's something like, you know, you better, you better hope that we don't learn how to walk or something like that, and yeah. we don't come on land. It gets, you're like I'm kidding. It, I wouldn't want that to come up on land. No, I, mean, I know
0: it gets stuck in you your head. That song too. of
1: an attitude, where it'll break through a, a, an aquarium. I mean, th- those, like, like for instance, with the Tiger King stuff where <laughs> you try to tame these these animals that are are meant to be free and they're not meant to be domesticated and we blame them for suddenly flipping out one day and and biting our hand off or right. or or eating our foot and it's like hey that's not mo- that's not supposed to happen I had him this when he was a little tiny cub uh, cub tiger well uh yeah but, dude you got to remember this isn't like a, this isn't like a cat I mean yeah it is a cat but it's not like a, a cat that's been used to being domesticated its whole life—it's—it's it's like all those, all those like years—it's uh, um, been in its blood. But man, a tiger can snap at any time, and that, that to me would be like the the, uh, the mantis shrimp, where yeah. you, there'd be no way to sort of guess what or when you know, what What that would unleash a of populace or when it would happen. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> if it came upon the land. I mean, those things, those, those... They're
0: beautiful, are so though. Aren't they beautiful?
1: They are. Mantis shrimp. Tree, The poison dart frog and then the mantis shrimp. They're these beautiful, neon, sort of like these creatures that you'd see in in, in the world of Tron. Yeah. These, go, these neon, beautiful things that, don't you dare get close to these no. things or you know... <laughs> Yeah. God, it's so crazy, isn't it? it is, is crazy. it
0: is. And those colors are telling you that. They're telling you, hey, stay the F away from me. <laughs> All right.
1: What an interesting
0: thing. Yeah, it is. This was fun. Man, I appreciate your time. I could I could make this last forever. I really could. And I appreciate your time, Kurt, so much. I'd like to finish off with like a rapid, just uh real quick this and that. No right or wrong answers, obviously. Okay, you ready?
1: Yeah.
0: Burger or tacos? Tacos. Coffee or tea?
1: Coffee. Beetle
0: or Elvis? Beetles or the Elvis? Oh boy.
1: Beatles, Beatles.
0: Beach or the Woods. Oh god, that's a tricky
1: one. Oh god. Uh I'll say, wood. I'll the say Woods.
0: The Woods. Okay. Rare or well done?
1: Well done.
0: Uh Pepsi or Coke? Uh probably Coke. Uh Pat- Batman or Superman.
1: Oh that's good. Batman.
0: And call or text. Uh wait, so
1: say that again?
0: Call or a text. Call. Call. call there you go. And then my last one really is not really an if for that. It's just pineapple on pizza. <laughs> <That's great. laughs> pineapple on
1: pizza. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes.
0: I agree. I'm that same way. I you know, I'm open. There's there's only probably one thing I won't eat and that's liver, you know, because it's a filter. But other than that, other than that, I'm open to pretty much everything.
1: Yeah. You know, it's, if you know, it's so funny because it's like, I'm kind of in that beggars can't be choosers mentality. Like if I'm at someone's house and they're like, and they get pineapple pizza, I'll totally eat it. Me too. Yep. If it's got ingredients on it that I wouldn't normally eat, like onions or something, but that's what they got. It's just like, okay, well, you know what? I, 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 today I'm an, I, I'm an onion eater. You
0: know. Yep. Same. Um. <laughs> I'm the same way, Kurt. I'm I'm the same way. I'm really I'm always trying to be like water and just going with the flow and stuff with everything.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's because uh, you, you just never know if when you give it a chance, if it's going to be that one time where it really hooks you. I remember it's true. in uh, in Whitewater, Wisconsin, when I was visiting my uncle Arnie, we went to uh, to, to help some friends of his um, get some f- firewood, some wood from the from the forest. And it was raining out there. And we we're just getting all this firewood, and we go back. By the time we get back to the guy's farm, all of a sudden it's bright and it's sunny outside, and we're going to have dinner over there. And and we had corn on the cob uh, on our on our plates. And I did not like fruits or vegetables. Did not like fruits or vegetables, but I I just thought they're like well, you know this came from our cornfield you know this is our corn and I thought you know what I'm not going to be a rude kid I'm just going to I'll eat the corn on the cob even though I don't you know quote like it unquote um I don't I just I don't want to be mean or rude to these guys I'm going to eat this corn and dude because I gave it a chance oh my god it was so delicious it was so delicious and as a result of that moment I I mean I love corn on the cob. Yeah, so just, me too. Born and food.
0: raised and eating that. It's like uh, eating sugar when you get getting it fresh picked off the fields oh like that. Oh
1: my God. Oh my God. You can get the butter on there. And, oh so, good. so good. It's
0: amazing what nature has given mm-hmm. us for food. A lot of times I think of oh. that when I'm eating something. I'm just like, this, it's incredible that somebody, first of all, Ukla or oh. UG decided to let's eat this and try it, you know? Oh. And oh, amazing.
1: Someone gave it a try. Someone tested it out. Someone experimented. They gave their, you know, they they, they gave their taste buds a try. They saw an animal eating the thing off the uh, off the, the corn on the cob, and they're like, "Oh well, you know, if that animal is not dying, what what the heck? Maybe I, maybe it's okay for me too." And then, oh my God, it's delicious! <laughs> oh, I a taste and, you know, then, it, then yeah. it evolved from there, and it's it's amazing, yeah, how how all that stuff came to be. Like when you think about chefs, people who cook and stuff, and they know the certain ingredients, you know, to, to heat certain things at and what ingredients are gonna work with each other and just so many little tiny intricate things.
0: And yeah, true. True. It is amazing. It is amazing that there's so many things that a human can do, I guess, is really when it comes out to it. You know what I mean? Humans are a really well, yeah. remarkable but strange creature.
1: Well and the fact that, you know, just the fact that you and I can even talk you know, and understand each other, first of all, this, yeah. that even just that can be yep. um, um, uh, transmitted. But then on top of that, you can actually record that and save it and put it out into, you know, who knows how many apps or directories that it makes it available, yeah. that Anchor makes it available to you, and then it's out there for who knows how many other ears to be able to hear it. and it relate to or go, oh, wow, that's an interesting point, you know, mm-hmm. that I never thought about, or, you know, then that spawns a discussion with, with them, that person who hears it and yeah. that person And future generations
0: as well, Kurt, because I think we live on our planet and anything that I'm doing, and I'm sure you do too, is that I'm archiving something for future generations. It's going to be stumbled upon across somebody, even if it lands up in a garage sale, somebody's going to stumble upon something of my creation.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's a gift for your future self. It's a gift for, you know, any sort of future people who come across this. And it's a wonderful way of, you know, like I like to, Kind of view my podcast as like a, it's a cross between a journal and a diary because I'm, I'm shoveling away information that my younger self did for my future self to listen to and go, holy cow, that's what he did on that. Yeah. Day? Oh, wow. He talked to this interesting person. Or, oh, wow. That's what he did. Wow. That's pretty cool. Oh, had that thought. That's pretty neat. Yeah. And I love to be it. be able to trace that stuff. And especially when you can actually catch synchronicities or dreams, you know, in the moment happening right there in the podcast and you can actually capture that and then when you you can actually you can actually have the evidence of that moment in time where you where, where you might have said out loud oh wouldn't that be cool i could totally imagine you know a movie about this and then next thing you know you listen to it a year later or whatever and you've actually made that thing into a movie and you're like whoa i actually made it. here it is where i said it and now i've actually created it, that thing in the movie how crazy is that it's actually happening yeah it's uh man, it's so so incredible but man thank you so much for yeah, having thank me you
0: Kurt it was a blast it was so fun to get to know you and just kind of pick your brain and have fun and just kind of ask strange questions and just enjoy and create and so thank you for creating with me today
1: oh man this is, this has been great and um uh, yeah and congratulations with your new with your new uh, podcast toy there I can't wait to hear what kind of crazy stuff you're gonna you're gonna uh, create with
0: that. All right. Well, don't well, don't hang up though, because when I when I stop the crediting, I just wanna uh, we'll finish up.
1: Oh, good. Cool.
0: All right. All right. Thanks so much. All
1: right. You're All welcome. right. Thank you.
0: Yeah.